This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 284. I'm your host, Brian. Join this evening, Mac. Jethro Tull out, everybody. First since 2003. Uh-huh. And we've got Ian with us. Greetings and salutations, people who are not lizards. We've got a fired up mad cat. We have a fired up Get mad cat with us. Yep. I'll burn you. <laughs> and of course, we have the dumbass himself. Life is too short to wear boring clothes, people. It might be too short to wear clothes at all. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. We uh, we all going to skip down and do this in the buff? Hey, forcing me to wear clothes goes against the Constitution, which gives me the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want. Don't yeah. you tell me how I'm supposed to dress in public, because that is inflicting your um, bullshit on me, because everyone knows that clothes doesn't prevent the spread of disease. I've got a medical thing that I can't wear clothes, and I'm not telling <laughs> you about it because of HIPAA. Hey, I've got your whole that there. so that it's painful to wear clothes. Oh, you see, Mad Cat and, and Dumbass are talking at the same time, and we lost both of you. I, I noticed. <laughs> you first. Me and your, your whole rant there sounded, sounded completely sensible to me. Yeah, if you don't <laughs> want to wear clothes, you shouldn't have to wear clothes. And that doesn't spread the, uh, stop the spread of disease at all. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, but, but and I have fibro, which but, makes I have fibro, which makes it too painful to wear clothes. And I stay indoors mm-hmm. anyway. That doesn't bother. I don't know. I I think no. Ian should wear children because the kids. <laughs> now that I'm working, I actually have come face to face with someone who went on a rant like that all over being asked <laughs> to wear a mask. <laughs> like, wow, they really do exist. Okay, this is scary. You get well, I one. Encountered- and- I went out uh, a couple days after I had my booster shot and encountered a number of feral Karens in the wild. I hate that. A number of Carls too. No, I was. It was. I. I I was. Karen. Okay. I parked in a normal. I parked in a parking space like you normally do. Didn't pull through. Mm -hmm. Lady pulls up toward the opposite space. And she sits there and she stares at me because apparently she wanted me to not have parked there so she could pull through. Oh. But she didn't actually try to convey this except when somebody else pulled out and she decided that she was going to pull into that parking space and then glare at me again. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I was glaring. Run into anybody who, um, uh, who, uh, like, uh, complained about wearing a mask or anything but uh what confuses me is like on the opposite end i see people like like i uh, the other day i saw this couple obviously like same household walking together through an empty parking lot uh towards their car getting in the car together while masked and i'm like looking at them like but why <laughs> why why you're you're completely alone together you're getting in the same car together why are you guys wearing your mask who cares at least they're wearing masks Although in yeah. defense of that, if they were like leaving something, they might have just not thought about taking it off yet. I, I've had that happen. I this was in my uh, apartment's parking lot. They were leaving mm. to go somewhere. It's okay. okay. You know what? They can all wear their masks. I, I I prefer to see people in groups wearing masks as opposed to all these bozos in close quarters not wearing masks. So yeah, I, 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 so, I mean, like down here, you have to wear a mask if you're uh, in a uh, public uh, indoor place. So Yeah, but here in Texas... Because freedom, we don't have to. Woo-hoo. And if you do, you get looked at funny. So I get looked at funny <laughs> a lot. 
a person in the community high hangout with mentioned about how he was at a gym and this one guy was he had his mask on but the mask was under his chin and he went up to the guy and said hey you know why don't you just wear your mask instead of doing that and that guy came over a little bit later and said to him you know i've already had covid twice blah 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 and i'm not going to wear the mask because of that <laughs> he, he, the person i know turns around and says to him look i don't care about your about the technical issues and all that other stuff we're just supposed to wear a mask in here so wear a mask don't put it under your chin or you know a little bit under a uh, little bit on your mouth or whatsoever put use the mask so for him it was just the rules here are this do it. I, I do want to go on the record as saying that I hate the idea of taking uh, some stereotypes like Mac was doing and, and couching them all and, and brushing them with, the, with, the, with, with somebody's name like Karen. I know some very wonderful Karens, and I hate the fact that, that, that Karen has become used in this way. I think it's atrocious. I didn't start it. It, it doesn't matter, but you, but but you did is, it. But your, your point is taken. <laughs> However, what is a male Karen referred to as? An asshole. <laughs> we already have a name for that. <laughs> well, I just used Carl because it sounded closest. See, but well, but why? How is that supposed to be meaningful? How is that supposed that to really joke. convey any information? It did. So, Brian, you probably don't want to know then that uh, the larval form of the Karen is the Kimberly. Oh, God. No, I don't. Oh and once God. again, I know some very wonderful Kimberleys. One used to be on this show. And I, and I hate the fact that you're oh, yeah, smirching her one, name. But she left. She's a traitor. We can uh, badmouth her all we want. <laughs> Ooh. Is it oh. traitress or traitor? Oh, <laughs> I have never heard traitress, but maybe I'll start using that. I don't know. I mean, what, what is the female version of traitor? A merchant. Hey, wait. We have Google. No. <laughs> what? Speaking of, speaking of traitors, what exactly, what treason is Joe supposed to have committed? Ugh, you're such a Mac. Um... Yes, I. Yes, I frigging am. <laughs> I resemble that room. All right, tell me about uh, Georgie and Amon after dark, right? After this is after dark. This is it. This is it, right? No, we still haven't done the after dark one. This is no. just dragons on vacation. So basically, what I did, um, and this is kind of what the plan had been for a while now, especially as I know a couple people who don't really care for ebooks and want everything print. So um, once I hit ten stories. Uh, 10 of the vacation stories. I took them all together, collected them, re-edited them, uh, and put them in a print format with the cover done by this guy, um, Mac or something up or the other. Yeah, he's such a Mac. Yeah. More expensive, I hear. <laughs> well, one contributor's copy, I think, is the general deal I make with you. <laughs> so I, I can afford that. So um, so right now, the, the, they're all collected. All, all 10 of the stories that have been out there so far, so far up to this point and you can get in either print or ebook. So instead of buying each story ind individually, you can actually get a much better deal here by buying them all together. But it's just expanding on George Armand. I've sold a few copies so far, and I'm enjoying it. And regretfully, due to the timing of this podcast, most likely it won't be out to promote this, but right now there are a handful of the um, vacation stories um, available for free on the Kindle as part of a promotion, which does seem to be working. I've got given away quite a few copies, but I'm also selling a few books. So it's like, cool. Ian and I were talking before uh, before the podcast, and we were discussing the fact that uh, um, I would like to have his works banned from school libraries. 
I would celebrate, celebrate being at that level where someone was trying to ban me. I would seriously say, okay, people, we're having you a know, party. I have been banned. Fuck yeah. Let's go. You know, what's, what's going on more, though, like, uh, the thing is more not about banning, but more about, like, uh, that they're just not going to put it on the curriculum. If your book was on the uh, curriculum in the first place, uh, that uh, people would ban it, oh, that... Yeah. You know that that would be the amazing thing right right there that to celebrate. So see that, that that's what our um handful of listeners need to help do is get me to the point where Georgia yeah. Mind is being banned. I'd love to be at that level, banned or just I was on Triclum, but we decided it's not proper. Well, like Dude, I said, I'm, you, I'm you, in you, the you news. Got, you got to get them on. But you got you got to get your book on the reading list first. Yeah, be- because your <laughs> books could fall into that LBGDQ kind of you know category. You could get banned right now, right? I mean, because that's because that's kind of what they're targeting is anything that is, you know, um, you know, that is pro LGBTQ. Okay, did I miss a letter? Uh, uh, yeah, well, there's a million letters. That's why uh, generally now it's LGBTQ plus. Okay, there we go. Yeah, that, that's kind of says we're trying to cover it all. We just don't want to go through it, uh, the alphabet five times. Yeah, it's it's hard when you know, and 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 it's not that I don't appreciate that there is a lot of different, you know. Yeah. Um, identifications out there. It's just I can't remember them all. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm well aware the Georgia Mind books have a lot of concepts that the conservatives would hate. Oh yeah, so. yeah. You could get all banned. Right. You could get banned. All right. So this is this is not after dark. Not yet. We'll okay. see if I work that into something. <laughs> Ooh, after dark. You know what? Here's the thing: is that when when uh, when are we going to get all these? You know, in Audible. Right, because here's the thing: is that I don't, I don't read books. Who does that I anymore? Know. I pay people to read to me. I know my my, my audiobook producers. Well, have been Brian, um, busy. Brian, so I guess my question is: if you want them, if you want them out there on Audible, when are you going to schedule a recording session and and? <laughs> you want to take over? Mac might not be a bad reader for some of these books. Actually, that that might not I'm be so bad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have the equipment, though. I do have the equipment. That is true. <laughs> so, uh, Ian, I'm wondering something about uh, the cost of leveling up. Uh, did uh, Trump's lawyers contact you for like, just like blatantly <laughs> copying his character? Uh, not yet, but once more, if, if, if I can get to that level, it'd be pretty... <laughs> I, I, it'd be nothing I'd be celebrating. All right, well, we got a lot of content here. We better get, we get it moving on here. Right into Ian and Dumbass's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little overmodulated, but that's okay. We'll take it. Hey, you'll fix it. <laughs> I'll fix it. Fix it in post. You can't bring back clipping. If it's already clipping, you, you, it's done. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so um, this actually, um, I found this um, going through the stuff that uh, Howard had sent us, and I thought this this is an interesting one because it's the opposite of masturbation. People have been uh, having less sex, whether they are teenagers or forty somethings. Now that's not true of everybody. You know, you know, we we just don't uh, cover enough the real tragedy of the pandemic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. 
But there, there, there were some couple interesting points in this. Uh, this is from Scientific America, and they were talking to the people who um, who are doing the who are doing these studies. And of course, here, yeah, one of the things that I, they say forty somethings, but the, most of the people it seems like they're interviewing are college students. And there's some interesting things happening there um, around rough sets, which I was unaware of. Um, but yeah, the, so the uh, the study published in November nineteenth, um, archives of sexual behavior. And so this study, they, they did the research between uh, 2009 to 2018. A uh, portion of the society reported no sexual activity, uh, either alone or with partners. And I find that fascinating because, I mean, you don't, you can masturbate any time. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was interesting. Um, let's well, see. I'm 140-something who breaks that trend. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't interview this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, too, is that this looks like uh, you said up to 2019, so it's 2018. Pre- yeah. 2018, so it is pre. It is pre-COVID, right? Interesting. Um, they they yeah. do yeah. So yeah, they I, do. I was just spouting my mouth off because of the headline. Well, <laughs> let's see. Uh, either either see either alone or with the partners rose from 20. Let's see that have not been having sexual activity rose. From 2.8% to 44.2%. That's huge. Uh, amongst young men, and uh, from 95, 95.5% in 2009 to 74% amongst young women. That's, I mean, this, that's a lot of people not touching themselves. That is. That's, that's quite a few. Yeah, so you know I'm setting a foundation. Uh, well, hold, hold on. Is it people not touching themselves, or is it people not touching each other? It says both. It says it says that it says both here, right? They're talking about masturbation and partner sex. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a foundation. We we, we got to combat this uh, great social problem. Uh, we got to get people's horns on. So, and they they do um, towards the end of the article, they do mention some stuff about COVID. Um, that let's see if I can just hit some of the the. the highlights in here i mean in some of the they they looked at a range of sex from you know from from um you know penis vaginal sex and and different types of different types of sex. so they they i think that their their swath of of what what they were considering sex was pretty pretty wide pretty wide net which is probably good um but it, this is this is the the part that I, I thought was interesting so it says here in your paper you bring up the increase of rough sex as potentially contributing to the decline um, you can uh, can you explain what you mean by rough sex and how it could uh, be played uh, playing a role in these changes? And what they're talking about here is they're um, they're not talking about a little you know slap and tickle, a little bit of spanking. They're talking about stuff like choking and some and some of these more aggressive things. And and they're saying you know when it, it, that they're seeing it um, a high degree of this amongst um, college age students and in. In unconsensual ways is, I think, what part of the problem is here. So, my, my, if, if they're consenting, that's one thing. But they're, they're talking about how um, some of this choking is going, um, uh, choking strangers during sex is happening in, uh, you know, it, people that weren't consenting to be choked. Wait a minute. Are we saying that uh, there's just been an increase in male rapiness? Well, that's uh, <laughs> exactly. It kind of sounds like that, doesn't it? Um, I... That's horrible. I have a feeling it's not so much an increase as an increase in being reported. Maybe, and that, and that, that yeah, that is a possibility too. Um, that that people are tolerating less, and if that's the case, that's a good thing. 
Yeah. But the idea that but people go ahead. I was going to say the idea yeah, right. that you wouldn't want to go you, that you that you would reconsider. I mean, I, I'm not a big one night stand fan anyway, but I mean that's I think that happens in college a lot more than it happens in the general population. I I think I guess I don't know the statistics for sure, but if you're concerned that you're going to get into a situation where somebody is going to choke you, right? Um, then that I think that you might be more likely to avoid those kinds of uh, uh, activities. Well, you know what? You know, uh, like uh, I was going to say that uh, this doesn't explain uh, why there would be a decrease in sex, but I mean, it uh, it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be an actual uh, increase in men raping. It's even a perceived increase uh, in uh, uh, the danger of having sex uh, might well, lead to uh, less attempts to have it. So it says here, people may for some, for many people, it's consensual and 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 wanted and asked for. Yeah, but it is also it is also scary to many people, even if they learn to enjoy it or what it or or what it enjoy it or what it. I, I've seen a wanted. lot. Sorry, wanted. A, yeah. a lot of women actually on Facebook making comments about how they enjoy being choked. Well, I, I they might right? from. Uh, from personal experience, uh, I've known some online partners who've uh, enjoyed playing around with uh, uh, rough sex ideas. So they say yeah. it's a major line of research for our team to understand how the, um, how they are feeling and what health risks um, they ha- and see health risks are and how it fits into the larger sexual landscape. And I'm wondering, you know, I, I do sometimes wonder if if you know por- porn is fantasy. If, if when you're seeing this stuff at young ages, can it in can, could it be influencing? You know, if, if people are, are are coming about, you know, these kind of uh, uh, BDSM types of situations or, or choking situations online, could could that be influencing? You know, I mean, or if, it could yeah. be an awful lot of it. It could be influenced from the home as well. It could be. I mean, yeah, mommy and daddy are choking but each other. They're fighting or choking each other or doing something. <laughs> you know, could be anywhere. In truth, all the kinks have been there for a while. That's true. You know, because the, the, the one guy from the one sitcom, the... Uh, anyway, the one guy said? The, the, the World War II sitcom where they they actually have run of the... Hogan's kinks. Heroes. Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, yeah supposedly. Crane. Yeah, supposedly, you know, it was some messed up kinky stuff that he died from. You know, yeah. and, you know... And yeah, it's our, know. I guess my only point is that it's more accessible. Yeah. Right. People can go if, if they have an idea oh. about something, they can go find it much more easily. Well, you can go to a show on it. I've been, been to shows yeah. on, and I still want to try Fireplay. I think that actually would feel quite good, where they basically put um like rubbing alcohol on your back and set it on fire and blow it out. Oh well, I that mean, actually looks quite um enjoyable to me. Well, and that, but here's the thing: you can, I mean, here's you can do that safely because of the way that yeah. alcohol burns, right? Because it, because right. it isn't the alcohol that's burning; it's just the vapors that are burning, right? So it it, it would probably be an interesting sensation, right? Oh. But that's the thing, you know. Even choking, uh, you know, like I said if a lot, I've seen so many women on Facebook that talk about um, how that turns them on, the idea of their partner choking them. Yeah, and it very well be. I mean, that, but but that's not what you know. they're. What they're saying is that some of it's consensual, right? I mean, we're there. Nobody's denying that 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 part of it's consensual. Yeah. But it's just that if if are, are people concerned that this is likely to happen to them if they're not consenting, and and but I think when you're having that kind of you know interaction with somebody, you know those things need to be you know I mean, no means it no, be right? Yeah. Beforehand. But that doesn't explain why masturbation is going down. 
No, that, that, right? that doesn't make quite sense. Although they, they, at one point they do talk about apparently alcohol use is in decline. Yeah, and that's that that and was interesting too. How much that, that has to do with it? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. also, not relaxing enough. You know, I, I just got to thinking because, um, like, I've never, uh, I've never uh, personally known like a, a woman who I knew was into choking. But it got me thinking about safe words. I mean, like, uh, the, you got to have some other uh, uh, option there for that because if you're being choked, you're not going to be able to say your safe word, right? No. Well, that's a, yeah, but you could have nonverbal safe words too. Yeah. Well, kind of, well, and something like that, you know, if, if I smack you in your face, you stop what you're doing. <laughs> well, I mean, well, that's a pretty clear signal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so I, you, th- you think about it many years ago, um, like, there's magazines. Uh, there's a, there's been magazines for a long, long time. And my mother used to actually pick up magazines about being kidnapped and raped and stuff mm. like that. There yeah. is actually one that has stories in it about that. And usually there's a woman on the front of the magazine who's tied up and gagged. Yeah, there are, there are we, those fantasies out there. Are um, we talking um, the true crime magazines? Uh, no, not. Not true okay. crime. It was usually about, you know, being picked up off of the road or. Okay, so we're talking actual. We're talking actual adult magazines then. Yeah. Adult fetish. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that was way okay. back in. I'm not telling you when. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. It said that the bottom line is the authors. I know they used to have uh, porn theaters. Yeah, I mean, like not even that long ago, because Timmy Herman was caught uh, masturbating in one, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And that always confused me. What what are you supposed to do in a porn theater? I don't yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, well, it was a porn theater. To, was that? I thought it was to, just a regular theater. No, it was a porn theater. You got to you're supposed to watch it for the plot. <laughs> okay, there was a plot. <laughs> There's always a plot. Here's the bottom line: the, the authors say that they they don't actually they're not positive why this is happening. Why 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 the, why these why these numbers are going down. Um, and so, I mean, and, and even the choking thing is, is kind of just speculation. They, they you know, that's something that they're researching, uh, that, you know, that they, they aren't saying that that is for sure what's going on, right? That's just one piece of it. So, uh, overall, I think the article is an interesting read and, you know, and, and, you know, they talk to, they, they go back and forth and they even, they, you know, they, they have some, um, some discussions about COVID. Um, but However, I, this was made before. Just before COVID. Well, one of the things that well, but they but they're talking to the authors, right? Just more recently, so they did their study, but uh, but they were they said one of the things they said in here is that just because people are spending more time together doesn't mean that they're going to have more sex, right? And so so the idea that people are home more, so that they're going to have sex more, doesn't actually track. Well, there's always so, time. I'm going to ask the question here that we haven't asked yet, which is, how do we know that the stats that they're reporting? How do we know that they weren't being being lied to? Well, they don't. So, I mean, here's the thing: we go back to this the, the whole self-reporting thing, right? So, this the, see these behavior responses were used from 4,155 people in 20, uh, 2009, and then in then they did the study, then they did this the survey again. I guess it, it probably is just a survey. Um, they surveyed 4,547 people in 2018. Um, and the people in the survey range from 14 to 49. And so that's a, I mean, I, I'm sorry, when you're talking about, I mean, uh, it may be a significant sample size, but it's, that's not a lot of people, you know, four or mm. 5,000. I mean, we're talking about when there's millions of people in the United States, 7 billion on the planet. 
but they're but they're saying that that they're not the only ones with these findings. That um, and, other and you people... know, like if if there was a change in the way people answered these questions uh, between those years, that would be an interesting question of uh, why that was happening. Like public, something about the public sensibility uh, must be changing there. Yeah, and I don't know where they're getting their samples. A lot of times, you know, they're saying fourteen, which is pretty young, to, for this kind of a survey, right? To forty nine. Um, I'm surprised that I guess I guess because of a survey they can get away with it. Because those those are minors, I don't know. I don't know how that works. You got to be careful, I think, when you're asking minors these mm. questions. So I don't I don't know what the survey looks like. Well, I mean, I, I imagine they must have to fill fill it out then, because uh, it would it would kind of like uh, uh, harder for people to answer uh, if like you just like ask them directly. So how much sex are you having? <laughs> Here's the, the other thing is that they're they're saying it's not just their group that's that is finding these that the other other researchers around the world are finding the same thing. So it's not like it's just an American thing either. Well, it's uh, it's been known for quite a while. I mean, there's been even commercials for uh, the clones that say you want to be more manly than, you know, men are not men anymore. You want to be more manly is it. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, we've talked about that stuff too, like Texas Ignite and, you know, all the stuff that, that exactly. yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and they're talking about the drop in testosterone and, you know, all the scare tactics that go along with it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was interesting. So, we have societal low T, we're saying. Uh, they, well, yeah. okay, there are some people saying that, but I've heard some counters to it, and we talked about it on this podcast. And I don't remember <laughs> which one it was. But, yeah, so, I mean, there, there's some people are saying that, 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 that really, that, you know, that is being used by the right to, you know, as a scare tactic. You're not as potent as your grandfather. Um, and I don't know that there, there could be some truth to it. Um, certainly, you know, I think that as we become more domesticated, you know, depending on, I mean, like we see, we, we see different, um, mammals, you know, from chimpanzees compared to gorillas, you know, there's difference in, in sperm and stuff like that. So, yeah. Also, we looked over this and, you know, hung like a gorilla is not a compliment. No, it there's is not, a, right? There's a great distance. There's a great difference in sperm count, but there's also a great difference in testicle and penis size. And yes. on to more um, general steatus, what about Minnie Mouse? What about Minnie Mouse? Uh, she's, also, right oh. she's, also, she's also having a lot less sex. <laughs> um, apparently, her pant, uh, some pantsuit is going to destroy the fabric of our society. Yeah, j just like the um, trying to desexualize the green M and M is such a horrible thing because now you can't get off to the green M and M. <laughs> oh, I can still get off to it. Wait, if Mickey <laughs> Mickey's about to lose the, it doesn't need to, it doesn't even need to be uh, anthropomorphized. Oh, this is Candace Owens. Okay, so Candace Owens thinks that Minnie Mouse. Pantsuit will destroy the fabric of society. Oh my God, Candace Owens, go this ahead. Oh. At times, sounds so intelligent, but then she'll give you something like this. When does she sound intelligent? I, I've heard a few of her arguments where whether or not I agree with her, she does sound intelligent, well informed. Well, I'm, she's not. I, I will give her that. She, she can do a good argument, whether or not I agree with her. Whether okay, or not, I, I think she's, she's not accurate. She's not stupid. But, but then, yeah, but then she hits something like this, and you're like. Whoa! Okay, you just killed any credibility you built up. Well, here's the thing: so I, I I don't find her to be credible. I'm not going to say she's stupid, but I don't find. But most of her arguments mm -hmm. I find to be, you know, uh, um, uh, they don't have a lot of nuance, right? They they're no, they're I, I they that. have they're agenda driven. 
That's true. Okay. I will completely give you that. But see, Norman well, can make a decent argument with okay. what he has. Sure. And you want to listen to it and say, okay, you might have some points. Let's look this over. But then she hits this and it's like, no, you're just being stupid for the sake of being stupid. Okay, well, what is, she, what is her argument here? The so, okay, fabric uh, of there's, society. There's the root of this. Um, uh, um, for, for anybody who's concerned, no, uh, Minnie Mouse isn't changing her iconic outfit. Um, is it, uh, she, she's uh, worn uh, a new outfit. Uh, one time in an ad to promote uh, uh, Disneyland's park in Paris. Um, and, During uh, Women's History Month. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. um, as part of uh, Women's History Month, uh, the artist who made uh, uh, the uh, ad uh, decided to uh, uh, give uh, give Minnie a, a nice dark uh, pantsuit. Um, okay. and this was an actual, they this gave was an her actual... a... They gave her a dark pantsuit. Mm. Minnie Mouse, aside from her face, is is black skinned. Yeah. This, um, this was an actual fashion designer designing an actual new fashion for a one time look for Minnie Mouse. That's basically mm. what it was. Yeah, it was just a one time thing. And uh, whether you like it or not, I don't particularly uh, care for the way it looks on her, but. Uh, Hey, um, it, it was a thing, and it's uh, definitely uh, a fairly uh, classy-looking uh, suit. Um, it's not uh, not a thing that is uh, tight-fitting or anything like that. No. It's not hideous either. It's you know. with purple and black spots. Yeah, but it, it's... it's- Comfortable looking, actually. Oh, uh, none of that matters. What are the yeah. what? What is the mm-hmm. what is the reason that she's making this argument? What? Why is she doing it? What? What is the what? I mean, and and what is her overlying cause? Right? I mean, she's a she's a, a Christian fundamentalist, right? And and so, anytime. You know that you know, I mean, she. I mean, should women be wearing skirts or she's, you know well, dresses? Doing, I mean, she. What 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 is her overall beliefs here? She's doing what was <clears> done <throat> with the Doctor Seuss books and with the um, Potato Head stuff, and saying, "Oh, they changed it because people were offended by it, and how dare they destroy stuff like that and change it?" It's like, no, it's just doing a one-time look. This has nothing to do with you know perceived cancel well, cancer uh, culture or anything like that. You know, this is. It's just because they don't like the look of it. Well, no, they don't like change. How dare you change something? We we will make it quite clear that but, we hate change. But but why? Why would There's why no would a pants? No, that's not true. For attention. No, I, it's I, it's it's not. Reading her words, it's for attention because what she's saying is that um, like I said, same stuff that happened with Doctor Seuss and the um potato head change. This is purity There's, bullshit. She's saying that it's been changed because people are offended by it. No, no one was offended by it. No one was saying they needed to change Minnie Mouse. It was done as a one-time promotional thing, and that's well, it. But the basic thing is that, cause like uh, she calls it, um, uh, that it says that this is against the bedrock of, of American society, right? Um, uh, and what she's talking about, of, of course, is uh, about um, because like uh, they're latching really hard onto the gender role thing. Um, so well, like, right, you know, exactly, that, right. That like, and, and Minnie Mouse like making her look less girlish. There we go. Uh, oh, is, that's, yes, right. This well, is this I, that's I, the I, thing I, right there, right? Th- this is, also, is an attack on anything to, progressive. Yeah, but she's also trying to claim this is trying to distract us from the real issues. That's like no one's caring but you. How is that? Distracting <laughs> well, her argument is a dis- <laughs> is a distraction. It's, a, it's just I, an ad. 
if I, it's, think uh, it's, it's, is, I think she's right. I think what she's saying is trying to distract us from the real <laughs> Um, the uh, person who created it said she wanted Minnie to wear her very first pantsuit at Disneyland Paris. So she decided one of her iconic costumes, a blue tuxedo, using responsibly sourced fabrics, of course. Uh, well, she didn't say of course, but anyway. This new take on her signature polka dots makes Minnie Mouse a symbol of progress for a new generation. He will wear it in honor of Women's History Month in March 20th. 22. So the thing is, too, that's pro. That's a reverence of progress that women have come up to being able to wear slack. Well, but she, I see her in slacks all over the place. So why can't Minnie Mouse wear them if she can? I, I can find her in a pantsuit. Why can't Minnie Mouse wear a pantsuit? Yeah, this, this was the person who created the pantsuit for her. But I yeah. don't know why Candace would be upset about Minnie wearing an. A, a it, it feels like. Because because like I've seen it. I've seen ads from like or like uh, things from the seventies sixties or seventies uh, where like um and they might be still doing it today in some places I don't know but like they they'd uh, like advertise for like uh, women workers and say that they they must wear dresses or skirts uh, you know you can't you can't wear pants it's just not womanly well Candace yeah. Owens wears pants yeah no, 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 and no, so no. here's the thing is that I mean this this whole argument is stupid and it's purity yeah. bullshit. I, I think that, Brian, I think that Candace Owens knows more about when it's appropriate for a woman to be barefoot and, barefoot and pregnant than you do. <laughs> now, they must have a skirt, so easy access. <laughs> yeah. Also, they must have an apron. Yes. So they can cook yes. afterwards. Yeah, because you don't want anything getting on anything. I don't know. She she's one to talk. If if she can wear a pantsuit, so can Minnie Mouse. No, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure she was upset at the over beginning. Her. I believe I that's, a that thing false, I said that's a false equivalency there, Brian. Oh, is it? <laughs> well, it is. I'm, I'm sure she was just as upset over Gonzo in the Muppet Baby cartoon wearing a dress. Here's the thing. Anytime somebody says, you know, destroying the fabric of society, yeah. it, they're using hyperbolic language. Oh, damn. right. Yeah, but- you know what? What we're not taking into account, though, is that one of these one of these characters is fictional, and the other one is Minnie Mouse. <laughs> so, so that oh, what were you going to say? Go anyway, uh, the quote that I uh, that I gave at the beginning uh, of uh, the episode uh, that was a Minnie Mouse quote: "Life is too short to wear boring clothes." <laughs> a Minnie Mouse quote? That sounds like a Betty White quote. <laughs> I'm sure she would have said something along those lines. Mm, Although I, I'm, I'm just going to say I find uh, this uh, this uh, dark tuxedo to be kind of boring. Well, here's the thing: this is propaganda. <laughs> this is just this is just more of Candace Owens' propaganda. I don't right? think you understand what propaganda means. Do I not? <laughs> no, you don't. It means when a British chap takes a good look at something. <laughs> yeah. I take a propaganda. I mean, this, this this is quite a take on it with their little joke of Minnie Mouse, Minnie Mouse pantsuit will destroy the fabrics of our society. Oh well, okay, so so okay, so that's bad. The, yeah, <laughs> the the wording is bad. But here's the thing: this kind of language is is designed to trigger people. 
that yes. whether true or not, it doesn't matter. It that what what she is doing is speaking to her base when she when she when she uses this kind of coded language, right? She mm-hmm. she knows that she can get somebody you know get somebody riled up with it, and that's unfortunate. And this time it was me. Yep. Minnie Mo should be able to go forward whatever way she wants. Oh yeah, I agree. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ah, uh, but this next one, this next one is great. Oklahoma uh, Bill would fine teachers $10,000 for teaching anything that contradicts religion. Isn't this crazy? I mean, here's the yes. thing, is that normally I would say that this this wouldn't pass the SNP test and that that our that our wouldn't our uh, um when it, it, this is I mean, it's likely to go all the way to the um Supreme Court and the Supreme Court would would mix did they, this did in they the name bun. a specific religion? No, no they did the, not. That's that's, that's part of this. Uh, yeah. But but normally I would say that you know this kind of stuff couldn't couldn't fly. But because of our current makeover of the Supreme Court, this kind of this kind of bullshit um, could could stand. But yeah, no. Basically, my understanding the way the bill reads is uh, if a parent feels like any teaching within the school goes against their religion, they can file a um, case against it. Well, it says, it'll be easy to have Muslims. Even if you worded it to just limit that to Christianity, that would cause a lot of. Uh, Different opinions about what their children are being okay, but if you uh, say, but if you say something pro-Christian, that could be against a Muslim's religion, if you or a yeah. Jew's religion or uh, Pastafarian's religion, right? It, uh, no, it, because it, it, I it mean, like even if even if your uh, if your thing is pro-Christmas, that would be against like the Jehovah's Witnesses. There you go, right? Or that, yeah, others. yep, exactly. If that they, yep, yep. It exactly says if they offer an opposing view from the religious beliefs held by the students. Yeah, and whatever those students are, that that could make classes completely impossible to teach. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. If you're so I think that's I didn't think we need. I didn't think we needed to make classes impossible to teach. I thought it was the salaries that were already doing that. <laughs> exactly. And there's a lot of teachers who are looking at quitting because of you know the constraints they have regarding. Uh, COVID and teachers about COVID, everyone about COVID, the kids about COVID, uh, and further mm. on the fact they don't have the money, they have to pay out their own money if they want to give the kids something yeah. that they need. It's ridiculous. Can you imagine, though, a fine of $10,000 because you say something that, that contradicts somebody's religion? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the science teachers should just quit right then and there. Like, well, sorry, <laughs> we can't teach science now because. <laughs> so here's the thing: is that I mean, teachers really shouldn't be talking about religion in school in the first place, right? I and mean, we've pretty right. much covered that that they that they shouldn't endorse any religion in in school. And I, and I think yeah. that that's for the best, right? I mean, that it, it they're you're there for another purpose. But like I think what Ian is alluding to is that if you're if you're a, ma- a science teacher and you're about to teach evolution. You know, and you've got a whole, whole bunch of, I mean, right, yeah. exactly. But here's the thing is that, I mean, well, what if my religion, so, but, but it would hit, if somebody else's religion, let's say is science, which is not, mm-hmm. but okay. I mean, I think that there, there's a way to, you know, if somebody says something against evolution, right? I mean, you could, mm-hmm. now, now you could, I mean, I think that you could make the same, I, as, yeah. I, I, I oh, in this case, it's okay. Call, call science a religion because I'm going to use it against you. I mean, I think uh, I think the uh, the Satanists would take up that call. <laughs> but no, Brian. According to the Bible, God created um, a rainbow out of nothing. So let, let's teach the science of what creates rainbows. No, no, God created them. 
as a symbol that um, he'll, he'll never drown the earth again. This this is no, more. No, no, no. no. My yeah. religion says you know that you could legitimately do those arguments, and there's so much within science that goes against religion. It does, you know, because religion you mean wants something to ignore like it. the factor that women have one less rib than men. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there, there are people um, who believe that. I mean, yeah, I know. That thing about the rainbow is misinterpreted pretty often, though. I mean, essentially, it was intended to be a promise not to flood the earth again. But uh, as I understand it, God had to invent so many things in order to create a rainbow that the reason he said never again was all about what he had to do to get it. I've seen that comic strip. <laughs> okay. No, it was a good comic I give you that. That was actually well thought out one so, connecting that to science. He also had – okay, but here's the other thing. Is that, so they also – this article says, um, Benny Books has become a trend amongst the far right recently. Texas Senator uh, Matthew Krause recently put more than 800 books on the watch list, some of them um, covering topics like race issues and LBGT+. Here's the thing. And then, of course, the um, – I think everyone by now has heard about the mouse thing that's going on. The Texas oh, yeah. school board banning mouse, which is crazy. Wait, Texas school? I, maybe I yeah, haven't man. heard about this. Tennessee. Yeah, that was just oh, like, Tennessee. Uh, really, like they, 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 uh, their big uh, deal was uh, one picture, well, a, a drawing of a, of, a na- of a naked mouse. Yep. <laughs> and I think that there were, well, some some uh, language in it, like goddamn yeah. or something. I've Oh, I think they might have used like shit and stuff. But yeah. from what I get, I, regretfully, I, I haven't read one. Although I've, I've been, I've been wanting to oh. read this for a while now. Of course, now it's like okay, um, even more so now. But the the language was not like over heavy. It wasn't like um, Kevin Smith kind of thing. We're putting fuck in every other word. It was in there specifically because it fit in what was going on. Mm-hmm. That, that that's one of the things I've read. Yeah. All all the stuff that reviews it is yeah, the language in there. He's dealing with the fucking Holocaust. Yeah, he has every right to have these people using language. You know what? Well, it's uh, just, uh, what surprises me though, because this uh, this has to do with basically a reading list for uh, students yeah. uh, studying uh, the Holocaust. Uh, I, I don't remember ever getting uh, any kind of uh, comprehensive reading list when uh, we studied the Holocaust in school. I think it was just like Anne Frank, and that was it. Yeah. Well, so it says uh, Anne Frank is Anne Frank is abridged as hell. Oh, yeah. that was done by her father. So the, you're talking about this one that... Uh, he didn't but... take out the masturbation part? There was a lot of sexual content, apparently, originally, in her yeah. actual diary that was edited out. Oh, yeah. and Anne Frank's? I think that, you know, that, I think that that's true. The, the, point about the, the point about Mouse, though, is that the reason that it's come up as contrary in the first place, controversial in the first place is largely because of the cats who don't wish to be be revealed as Nazi lizards. Mm -hmm. So it says, so it says, says over profanity and a partially, uh, partially, partially due to an image of a a female nudity. Uh, And and here's the thing that we cannot, I I have to tell you, they're all that way. We we can't, they're all what? They're all nude, all mice. Now, to me, one of the yes, you can. No, 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 no. They they made some of them actually wear clothes. (laughs) So you can actually go and find the the the, the, um the conversation they had. There's um I know what it's called now, and it's not coming to me the word, but but they have 
art, you know, that they have documented the actual conversation the Tennessee School Board had. And it's interesting to read because you can tell from the get-go that the people that were, you know, trying to pretend to defend it didn't really care and were going to vote against it anyways. Because, oh, you know, it, it's a holocaust. But yeah, it has the bad words in it. And we wouldn't want our um, them re- reading it aloud in the cafeteria and saying those words. Because that would just be too horrific. <laughs> that, that's the kind of logic they were using to defend. I mean, that, that's the kind of thing that happens when, like, uh, people with a lot of self-importance get on a committee, right? They, oh, yeah. they they feel like they have to, like, say something to prove their youthfulness. Or they're like, all right, I'm, uh, I'm going to... Uh, uh, just take offense to this here. What age uh, range? What age range is the book targeting? Uh, well, hmm. okay. So first off, the book was on the eighth grade um list, whatever you know, the, the eighth grade reading list. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't targeting hmm. grade. The list itself was not for grade school kids or anything. It was for eighth graders. That I can even one of the um board members talked about how um you know her her kids have probably exper- um encountered far more worse than that <laughs> right on, you know regular tv as it is well, and yeah. she even says that she admits that but she still it, it, everyone on the board voted in favor of um removing it from the list you know, even after saying well they already experienced far worse i'm sure okay right so so the why are we banning it and why are yeah. we making these books more salacious you know in 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 the first place right because here's the thing yeah. all banning book books does is, is um, create an audience for them <laughs> in this case they were just taking it off uh taking it off the reading list yeah. i believe it would still be available in the school library I, I think it was not necessarily if they're going through and saying that these are um horrible and such and i mean they do uh they do the book burnings i mean come on think of the ones who do book burnings but, over uh What's her name? I bet you every single the, one of these people, you would say, do you have a problem with, with, with what, do you, what do you think about critical race theory? Oh, it should be taught in school. So what is it? Oh, I don't know. But I'm, but it's bad. It's like, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Mouse is back on the bestsellers list. Um, right, but, because of this. Amazon itself has sold out. Bookstores, comic book stores, they are selling out of it because, oh, we got to find out why they hate it so much. Well, yeah. I, now, I, I might have to have somebody yeah. read it to me. Yeah. So, yeah. um, except for they did, they didn't have any. They did. They had like really stupid reasons for like not liking it. Not. It's not like they had any kind of um uh or, or not that they expressed any 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 kind of um uh like uh uh quarrel with the message of of no, the book. No, they, they didn't mention the message at all. They kept saying, "Well, we just don't want you know." This is the kind of language the kids aren't supposed to be talking in the school, so we can't. You know, we shouldn't really have them in the book. Like, what the uh, hell? Well, they you... say witchcraft. Every every word you tell a kid not to say, what do they go do? They go yeah. say it. They say it. Yeah, yeah. I think eighth grade is uh, old enough to be able to in- introduce kids to that kind of language in, in literature. Sure. I mean, uh, uh, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of them will snicker over it, but uh, I mean, like, uh, yeah, we've got to teach them to take these things in stride. And that's witchcraft. So, um, <laughs> I I saw an article about. A, uh, I guess it's a comedian, but he was going around and asking about getting another book band um, because it has a scene in there of two daughters <laughs> getting their father drunk so that they could have sex with <laughs> That book probably should be banned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a book burning. I actually just saw a story. Um, so some guy showed up to a book burning, I forget where it was, with the Bible. 
and hopefully, um, you know, made it quite clear he was throwing the Bible into their book burning. And how'd that go? I witchcraft. They burned I'd him. I'd love to find it again. Yeah, all right. They burned him. No, no, no. Let's move on. Let's move. Let's move yeah, on. Maybe, maybe they didn't care. Maybe they were just like, yeah, another one to the party. Get grab some marshmallows. <laughs> now let... they had to duck them like uh, dunk him like a duck. All right. Let's let's. Uh... It might be just, you know all these book burnings might be just an excuse mm. for a bonfire. <laughs> We don't have enough community bonfires anymore. Man crashes pastor's book burning event, throws a Bible into the fire, and yells, Hail Satan. (laughs) It was in Tennessee. Okay. This week, Tennessee. They had to dunk. Go Trump. They they were tossing Harry Potter and Twilight novels into the bonfire. (laughs) Well, you know, I I have seen the Bible uh, shelved next to Twilight, so there's a point there. (laughs) Well, it should be in the it, I, it should I, be in the honestly, fiction yeah. section. Yeah, I have I have physical evidence. I have or I have photographic evidence of this. Was it beside uh, Disney's something wicked this way comes? No, it was <laughs> it was actually uh, the uh, copy of the Bible shelved next to Twilight. Ooh. So okay, hmm. so, so here uh, the, the, this is the woman whose husband did it. So there's a video of us um, throwing. My husband throws the Bible in and declares he was saving um, Dorian's Origin of the Species in Fahrenheit 451 as he held them up to the crowd. It took him shouting, I burned a Bible, several times before they stopped cheering and realized they'd been had. They aggressively <laughs> threw us out, but we had a chance to discuss them with a kiss before we left. Hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, so I'm guessing it's a male-male <laughs> couple. It, it's lizards. But... <laughs> All right, uh, you know what? Go ahead, go ahead, and talk to me about the Lacey Act. Listen. Well, there is a Lacey Act, and it has uh, gone through Congress. Um, darn, where is it? Just a sec, my brain is lost here. Uh, the there we go. Uh, the Act passed out of the Rules Committee in the U.S. So, the U.S. Uh, House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. Okay. The bill pa- in the House. And- it passed in the House and will go to the Senate. And they... Um, <laughs> tell me what it is. Just tell me what it is. What, what is it, it is is a, an act that there's certain animals that are put on a white list. And those are animals in which people can keep. They can uh, send out of the country or through the country, whatever. However, the ones that are not on this act cannot be. Uh, they amend that it will affect non-domesticated pet animals, all animals except for dogs, cats, and traditional farm animals owners. So anybody who owns a lizard, a snake, even a bird, it sounds like, might be a, might yeah. run into foul yeah. of this. You know, they... um, parrots, the, the pet parrots, have not been importable for a long time now. They've been. They have not been something that could be imported for years. And right. all the stuff, all the stock that we have in the U.S. is 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 animals that have been bred in the U.S. However, some breeders do uh, breed their animals. And what about a person who is in you know England who wants one of their their special birds? They don't get. Them. I would. I would be more concerned about the effects of the trip on the bird to England than I would about getting the bird out of the country. Okay, but that transporting does happen. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, here's the thing is that how did this affect our internal market 
um, yep. that it, it already w- has. It already has. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, because they have they have uh, made it so you can't have tegus or certain lizards and snakes in Florida, and there are breeders down there who, if they did this, let's say, uh, well, they already the ones who were breeding them there. Uh, they can. They have an act that is um, an act part that is grandfathered. But this, in this case, for the whitelisting, it a lot of they won't even grandfather. Um, but it means they have to destroy the animals, or they they just can't sell them to people. So that's already happened in certain parts of the U.S. where you can't do it, like tegus. What, so anyone. And in Canada, are, uh, in Alberta, we cannot have tegus. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's a fairly, they, they, I mean, they're large lizards, right? I mean. They are large lizards, but what about the smaller lizards? They've already come up with uh, the bearded dragon caused 14 illnesses last year. Uh, would that would that be salmonella? Yeah. Okay, sure. I mean, that, that and that's common with all reptiles. Yeah, this is that. that's kind whole... of on the owners not washing their hands. Well, I mean, there, there's right. some cl- cleanliness this is issues the whole there. Year, it's not like yeah, yeah, know, it's not a big fourteen people in one spot or anything, but mm-hmm. fourteen altogether in the year. So, so here, here's I have a, a friend who has two bearded dragons. Yeah, I mean, bearded dragons don't seem like the the, the big problem to me. The tegu, I can see, but even that, I, I don't know. But I think like maybe the caimans should be, be imported to Canada. Well, here's the thing is that I'm not sure that people should be owning caimans. I don't think that people okay, should necessarily be owning point. anacondas, reticulated pythons, rock pythons, um, uh, Burmese pythons. I mean, these large snakes can, I mean, they, it, in Florida have, have wrecked the place, right? Mm-hmm. That is true. That is a case, that is an extreme case of, well, animal getting out in the wilderness that wasn't supposed to be there in the first place and that was from a storm years ago and uh this place that had those reptiles those snakes got blown over and the snakes got loose is that the only reason i think that we we know that no, pet no, owners people, and yeah pet owners have a tendency of um sometimes it's like candy you know they see it they want it they get it Sure. They don't look, they look at it as, oh, well, this little snake is only, you know, this amount. And they don't look at what exactly they're getting. The same with dogs and cats or birds or anything else. They don't look at anything but, I want that. It's cute or it's funny, whatever. Yeah. And they don't know what the animal, what size the animal is going to get to, what the animal is, what the animal even eats. I mean, a whole bunch of people don't like the factor that snakes eat. Rats and rodents. Well, heck, and at you know, larger sizes, they eat you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can. But, but you, uh, the big ones, yes, they can eat you. And I did say at larger sizes. Exactly. And as I'm saying, people don't look at those type of things until they find out that that animal is too big and too <laughs> much trouble to even take care of. Uh, without risking their lives, so they let it out, let it out so, the woods and stuff. What do you think is the solution to that? Like that, we can do to limit that kind of thing. Well, limiting it may be a good idea. However, 
this is uh, working on limiting a lot more than just the ones that are dangerous. Okay. So so that so that is where you you think you had, there's an issue. So they moved from because, from a blacklisting situation to a whitelisting situation. Right. Okay. Whereas whitelist is what you can have, the, and anything off that whitelist you can't have. Right. However, there's also a um, an indication in there that any other animal, if they find anything about the animal uh, that you know they don't like. They can take it off the list. Who can take it off the list? Who who will eventually they have control of this list? The government is supposed to have control. Uh, of oh yeah, okay, list, okay. But, but <laughs> so the the way that, the way so the way that we do a lot of things is that so the, these kinds of acts will go to a particular um, department, and so like um, the uh, like the FDA has ha, has been granted certain powers to to do certain things. So the question is, who's going to be granted the powers to control this list? Will will it be will it, you know will it, will it, will it be in um you know what 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 department will get that? They call it FWS. FWS. Okay. Let's see what Federal Wildlife Service. Yeah, Federal Wildlife Services. Okay. Federal so Wildlife okay. So that. Services. Okay. So so they so they would be able to add stuff and remove stuff from that list. So they they'll maintain right. the list. Okay. Yeah. And it provides uh, interstate, even transport of species listed injurious cannot be moved back and forth within the United States. The shipment between the continental United States, which transports between the states. So every state uh, down here has always had, you know, certain, certain, you know, banned pets and stuff like that, you know. Um, well, yeah. That, and so this, I mean, like, this goes a step going further. To have a tiger. Do. Well, I don't know that that's true. I mean, there, there. I think there's still places where it might be legal for us to own tigers, right? It's the problem well, is getting is. them, right? So I believe Netflix is one of those places. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Netflix definitely. But uh, I was going to say that there is a bird called the Quaker parrot that mm-hmm. is is legal in some states, illegal in some states, uh, but can be considered grandfathered. In other words, it's illegal to sell, but not illegal to own if you already owned it prior to the act. Mm-hmm. Um, there is at least one state where they're actually destroy on site, which is Pennsylvania. Yeah. So it means you can't even take one across Pennsylvania without the possibility of having having that animal um, taken away and destroyed. In Texas, it's legal. It's legal. To, it's legal to own and sell in Texas, and oddly enough, they do a lot of damage down here. <laughs> well, they're also wild in Texas too. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you know, the genie's out of that bottle. That's true. That's a good point. But uh, the other the other point I was going to make is the uh, I don't know if you know that cockatiels have begun become rather dicey to get a hold of now <laughs> because they are under the same laws for sale and import and everything else as cockatoos because they're now considered small cockatoos so they're they're in the same boat as Mm. other cockatoo species okay well the zoos are also in this state where there's possibility of them not being able to get animals in either so this will affect the zoos yep Hmm. okay apparently in the language in the competes act would change the Lacey Act. Oh, Compete Act would change. 
I haven't read this. I, I don't know. I might have to come back to this. I, I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. Yeah, there's there's an awful lot to it. And people are saying that we do have to take a look and see what exactly is being done. Are there animals that they're just going to take off this list because they don't want them? And there's an awful lot of people who are for this list who are for not having animals in the zoos, not having animals in your household. So this is PETA bullshit, right? Is PETA behind? Uh, PETA's behind? in yeah, on it. Yeah, of course they uh, are. PETA's probably on in it. But there's a lot of... The only one that I know of that is going against it is U.S. Ark, which uh, helps with, uh, with reptiles and uh, most animals, but the major ones they do is reptiles and amphibians. I think they do birds as well. I'm not quite sure. Okay. But uh, they're the only ones that are going against it. Well, if Pete is for it, I think I'm it's against like it. In the, <laughs> there, there's a lot of people in the those uh, uh, the groups that don't want animals, per se. I think it should be legal for me to eat members of PETA. <laughs> that, is, that is a concept. I'm not quite sure if they will give you the... Um, I don't think that's healthy. Not, I think you don't think so? Yeah, I, I think, think so. they. I think they might have a bigger um, financial array to uh, compete that. Con. <laughs> well, I'm not so much worried about the financial array. I'm just thinking they're too high in cholesterol. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that that long pork will uh, really really screw up your uh, <laughs> your your blood pressure and your cholesterol. Yeah, they're kind of like elves. They're they're too stringy. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to finish up with 12 signs you have a fake N95 or KN95 or KF95 mask. We're skipping David Icke. I'm sorry. He'll have That's to okay. wait. He's, he's been spewing bullshit for long enough. He could wait another. <laughs> we'll come back to him. Um, I bought masks uh, from Amazon, and uh, I got them. And when I got them, you know, my wife started looking at it. And she she was concerned that they that there was an issue with them. So we uh, so we started looking around at the CDC and some different things like that. And we found that the masks that I bought and and are, and are quite popular on Amazon are manufactured by a, a manufacturer that ha, that has been misusing the um, what is it the uh, um, where is the um, the the governing body that controls them is. Let me open the CDC one. Um, is the is the N I O S H, and so they're the one that do all the testing for the mass. And so um, there were some there were some there were some things about the mass that I got that we were able to look at them and go, okay, number one, the uh, it's the the uh, company that manufactured them has been accused of of misusing the. Um, uh, the NIOSH testing information, um, and so and so we we sent them back. But right. the other thing that they so there's so if you look on Amazon, most of the masks that 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 are being sold on Amazon are missing some key features, and um, you have to look really really close to get genuine masks. It, 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 I think it's almost harder to get genuine ones because there's so many fakes on Amazon. And and Amazon yeah, and doesn't I, seem to care, right? And it, well, if they're selling, they're selling. Well, that's that's the thing, Never, and right. and that 
There, there's some, there's some weasel word language on them sometimes, not for medical use and stuff like that. It's like, oh, okay, because and that that was that was on mine. And um, so the the first thing is that the the packaging that that you might see them in is not tamper proof. So make sure that that when you get them, it's in tamper proof packaging. So because a lot of the a lot of the yeah yeah. So the ones that aren't legit are coming in, you know, in in packages that are um, you know easier to get into. Um, so make sure that they're they come in sealed packaging, and mine were in sealed packaging. Um, on okay. the mask, they there there should be there should be a brand because the mask manufacturer wants people to know whose mask you're wearing, and so um, a genuine mask will have the the manufacturer's name on it, um, and then it, and then it'll have the KN95 standards on there, right? Uh, uh, the okay. and and so you you look for that, and there there are two different standards you'll see. Um, one is the 1990 or uh, 2019 standard, and the previous one was the 2006 standard. And the ones that um, are the 2006 standard are still okay, provided they didn't expire, um, because they're uh, because they have an electric electrical charge from that can wear off, and so the masks do expire, and so that that is a problem. And so you want to so yeah so and uh, so make sure that there is an there is an expiration on any mask that you're buying. That they should have the they should have the the proper labels on them. If you buy an N95 mask, N95 masks always go around the head. They do not have ear loops. So if it says N95 and it has ear loops, that's wrong. The okay. KN, KN95s do have um, they they'll have the ear loops, and so so they're okay. So so depending on the mask you get depends on you know the, the how how they fit onto the onto the face as well, which I, I didn't realize. Um, there are no masks labeled for children. There are no children's sizes, so if they say N95 for children, you can automatically discount them. They're they're you know they're they're, they're fake. They're not, they're not legitimate not. masks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just okay. a few things to watch out for when you're buying masks. For parents to know. <clears throat> Luckily, you know, you, you can you can return you know chewed gum to Amazon half the time. So <laughs> I was able I was able to return them. Um, but yeah, so this so one of the things you're looking for on the side, it'll say the, they'll say KN95. They'll have the the manufacturer, and they'll also have like GB2626 2019, and that's the that's the most recent Chinese standard. So um, one question. Yeah. Are you supposed to send that gum in one of the big packages <laughs> they sent it in in the first place? Yeah, yeah. It does have to go back in, in the original packaging. In the original packaging and the original box. Yep. So yeah, so this okay. came up because I bought some because I bought some counterfeit masks or some masks that were you know didn't meet the the standards. And even though they said mm-hmm. that they did, they also said not for medical use on them. And there's some weasel languages on there. And they came from a manufacturer that absolutely is on the list of bad manufacturers. So that so it gave me a brand name when I bought them, but on the back it said who the manufacturer was, and we looked that up. And the CDC on the CDC's website it specifically said that they are abusing. The um, you know, the labeling. So, okay, so be so careful when you're buying these masks. So, I mean, website. what's that? Look up on the CDC website to see if your masks or your in a, in a, yeah, and the CDC will send you to um to a different site, right? Because the, because if if the masks say that they're CD they're CDC certified, that you know that automatically that's that's wrong. If they say that they're FDA certified. All that means is that they told the FDA that they're going to be selling masks. It says nothing about whether they meet current standards. The only body that 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 um, that will do the testing and and will, can tell you for sure if they meet the standards is the NIOSH. 
that's the only body in the United States that does that does the testing and and can tell you whether or not they're they're you know legit. So yeah, so I learned something. Oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> the bearded dragons. There were forty four illnesses over. Uh, it, it's still low and could probably be you know with with proper um, sanitizing and and you know and you know yeah. Wash your hands. Anyway. All right. I mean, like it's the same with chickens, right? And don't play with your yep. food. Yeah, don't. <laughs> and on that disappointment, say goodnight, everybody. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night. That's another something in the case. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720-295-7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives, 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please, just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Kennel. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.